Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we praise your holy name. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we praise your holy name. Lord, we praise you, almighty God. Lord, we praise you, most holy one. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we praise your holy name. Lord, we praise you, almighty God. Lord, we praise you, most holy one. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we praise your Amen. Amen, everyone. Amen. Lord, we praise your holy name, for he is worthy to be praised. Amen. Amen. Okay, we are now going to go into chapter 11 of Isaiah. I'll give you a few minutes to get your books out. Read along with me. Again, we are reading from the Life Application Bible, the new uh, international version, Tyndale House Publishing, okay? All right. Um, as I've spoken before many times, I have numerous Bibles, and so I have decided to choose uh, different Bibles each time we complete the Bible, uh, to choose a different Bible to go through and read again, uh, not to mention all the other uh, um, parts of the Bible that's out there that we are uh, getting, okay? Um all right, let's move on into uh, chapter 11. The branch from Jesse, a shoot will come up. Now, remember, he's. this is still from uh, yesterday when we were reading what was going to happen uh, during the end, okay? A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his root, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of power, the spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with the righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice, he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, with the breath of his lips. 
He will slay the wicked. Righteous will he will be his belt and faithfulness the the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lambs. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with bear. The young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the hole of the cobra, and the young child put his hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain. For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the people and the nations will rally to him and his place of rest will be glorious. In that day, the Lord will reach out his hand a second time to reclaim the remnant that is left of his people from Assyria, from the lower Egypt, from the upper Egypt, from Cush, from Elam, from Babylon, from Hamath, and from the islands of the sea. He will raise a banner for the nations and gather the exiles of Israel. He will assemble the scattered people of Judah from the four corners of the earth, infant's jealousy will vanish and Judah's enemies will be cut off. Ephraim will not be jealous of Judah, nor Judah hostile towards Ephraim. They will swoop down on the slopes of the Philistia to the west. Together, they will plunder the people to the east, and they will lay hands on Edom and Moab. And the Amorites will be subjected to them. The Lord will dry up the gulf of the Egyptian sea. With a, with a scorching wind, he will sweep his hand over the Euphrates River. He will break it up into seven streams so that man can cross over in sandals. There will be a highway for the remnant of his people that is left, left from Assyria, as there was for Israel when they came up from Egypt. Song of Praise 12. In that day, you will say, I will praise you, O Lord, although you were angry with me. Your anger has turned away, and you have comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. 
In that day, you will say, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known among the nations what he has done, and proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things, and let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion. For great is the Holy One of Israel among you. Judgment against pagan nations. 13. A prophecy against Babylon. Mm. An oracle concerning Babylon that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw. Raise a banner on a bare hilltop and shout to them, beckon to them to enter the gate of the nobles. I have commanded my Holy One. I have summoned my warriors to carry out my wrath, those who rejoice in my triumph. Listen, a noise on the mountains like that of a great multitude. Listen, an uproar among the kingdoms like nations massing together. The Lord Almighty is muttering an army for war. They come from far away lands, from the ends of the heavens, the Lord and the weapons of his wrath to destroy the whole country. Wait for the day of the Lord is near. It will come like destruction from the Almighty. Because of this, all hands will go limp. Every man's heart will melt. Terror will seize them. Pain and anguish will grip them. And they will writhe like a woman. They will write it like a woman in labor. They will look august at each other and their faces aflame. See, the day of the Lord is coming, a cruel day with wrath and furious anger to make the land desolate and destroy the sinners within. The stars of heaven and their consolation will not show their light. The rising sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. I will punish the world for its evil, the wicked for their sins. I will put an end to the arrogance of the haughty, and I will humble the pride of the ruthless. I will make man scarcer than pure gold, more rare than gold offer. Therefore, I will make the heavens tremble and the earth will shake from its place as the wrath of the Lord Almighty in the day of his burning anger. Like a haunted gazelle, like sheep without shepherd, each will return to his own people. Each will flee to his native land. Whoever is captured will be thrusted through all who are caught will fall by the sword. Their infants will be dashed to pieces before their eyes. Their houses will be looted and their wives ravished. See, I will stir up against them the Medes, who do not care for silver and have no delight in gold. Why? 
because their only purpose is to kill and destroy. Blood, that's what they believe. Their bows will strike down the young men, and they will have no mercy on infants, nor will they look with compassion on children. Babylon, the jewel of kingdoms, the glory of the Babylonians' pride, will be thrown down by God like Sodom and Gomorrah. She will never be inhabited or lived in or live in through all generations. No Arab will pitch their tent there, and no sheep will rest in their flocks there. But desert, creat- but desert creatures will lie there. Jackals will fill their houses. There the owls will dwell, and there the wild goats will leap about. Hyenas will howl in her strongholds and jackals in her luxurious places. <laughs> her time is at hand, and her days will not be prolonged. The Lord will have compassion on Jacob. Once again, he will choose Israel and will settle them in their land, in their own land. Aliens will join them and unite with the house of Jacob. Nations will take them and bring them to their own place. And the house of Israel will possess the nation as men servants and maid servants in the Lord's land. They will make captives of their captors and rule over their oppressors. On that day, The Lord gives you relief from suffering and toil and cruel bondage. You will take up the taunt against the king of Babylon. How the oppressed have come to an end. How his fury has ended. The Lord has broken the rod of the wicked, the scepter of the rulers, which in anger strikes down people with unceasing blows, and in fury subdue nations with relentless aggression. All the lands are at rest and at peace. They break into singing, even the pine trees and the cedars of Lebanon exalt over you and say, now that you have been laid low, No woodsman comes to cut us down. The gray below is all astir to meet you at your coming. It arouses the spirit of the departed to greet you, all those who were leaders in the world. It makes them rise from their thrones, all those who were kings over the nations. They will all respond. They will say to you, You also have become weak as we are. You have become like us. All your pomp has been brought down to the grave, along with the noise of your harps. Maggots are spread out beneath you and worms cover you. How you have fallen from heaven, O morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to earth. 
you who once laid low the nations, you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God, and I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly on the uppermost height of the sacred mountains. I will ascend upon the tops of the clouds, and I will make myself like the Most High. But you are brought down to the grave, to the depths of the pit. Those who see you stare at you. They ponder your fate. Is this the man who shook the earth and made kingdoms tremble? The man who made the world a desert, who overthrew its cities and would not let his captives go home? All the kings of nations lie in state, each in his own tomb. But you are cast out of your tomb like a rejected branch. You are covered with the slain, with the pierced of the sword, those who descended to the stone of the pit, like the corpse, trampled underfoot. You will not join them in burial, for you have destroyed your land and killed your people. The offspring of the wicked will never be mentioned again. Prepare a place to slaughter his sons for the sins of their forefathers. They are not to rise to inherit the land and cover the earth with their cities. I will rise up against them, declares the Lord Almighty. I will cut off from Babylon her name and survivors, her offsprings and descendants, I will turn her into a place for owls and into swampland. I will sweep her with a broom of destruction, declares the Lord Almighty. A prophecy against Assyria. The Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I have planned, so it will be. And as I have purposed, so it will stand. I'm just going to halt here for a second because I want to say something real quickly. The verse we just read, 14 of Isaiah, I want everyone to reread that over thoroughly. Because God is telling you what he is going to do to the higher-ups of the land, to those who are uh, in authority who do not rule wisely, who steal and lie. Uh, Those who stand wrongly before him, okay? They will go down to the depths where the adversary is. He's telling you that. Okay, let's move on to uh, 24. A prophecy against Assyria, 1424. The Lord Almighty has sworn, surely, as I have planned, so it will be. And as I have purposed, so it will stand. I will crush the Assyrian in my hand. On my mountains, I will trample him down. His yoke will be taken from my people and his burden removed from their shoulders. 
This is the plan determined for the whole world. This is the hand stretched out over all nations. For the Lord Almighty has proposed, and who can thaw him? His hand is stretched out, and who can turn it back? A prophecy against the Philistines. This oracle came in the year King Ahaz died. Do not rejoice, all you Philistines, that the rod that struck you is broken, for the root of that snake will spring up a viper. Its fruit will be a darting, venomous serpent. The poorest of the poor will find pasture, and the needy will lie down in safety. But your root I will destroy by famine. It will slay your survivors. Wail, O gate. Howl, O city. Melt away, all you Philistines. A cloud of smoke comes from the north, and there is not a stagger in its ranks. What answer shall be given to the envoys of the nation? The Lord has established Zion, and in her, his afflicted people will find refuge. 15. A Prophecy Against Moab An article concerning Moab, R in Moab is ruled, destroyed in a night. Kerr in Moab is ruined, destroyed in the night. Debon goes up to its temple, to its high places to weep. Moab wails over Nebo and Medab. Every head is shaved and every beard cut off. In the streets they wear sackcloth, on the roofs and in the public squares they all wail. Prostrate with weeping. Herban and Elish cry out. Their voices are heard all the way to Jahaz. Therefore... The armed men of Moab cry out, and their hearts are faint. My heart cities, my heart city cries, sorry. My heart cries out over Moab. Her fugitives flee as far as Zor, as far as Eglath, Shalijah. Uh, they go up the way of Luhith, weeping as they go on the road to Horonian, and they lameth their destruction. The water of Nimrim are dried up, and the grass is withered. The vegetation is gone, and nothing green is left. So the wealth they have acquired and stored up, they carry away over raven, over over the ravine of the populace. They outcry echoes along the borders of Moab. They are wailing riches as far as Egon. 
Eglam. They alignment as far as Beer Elam. Demon waters are full of blood, but I will bring still more upon Demon, a lion upon the fugitive of Moab, and upon those who remain in the land. Now, mind you, he's telling you the money is not going to mean anything. I mean, I say this all the time. God created everything in this world, okay? You make God mad enough, he can dry up the waters, take the air away, okay? Those two things right there, man cannot exist. In fact, nothing can exist. You have to have water, you have to have air. And sunlight. Now, when he takes sunlight away, you're done, you're doomed, it's over, okay? Those three things. So all the money and prestige and the pomp and stomp and the exquisite cars and clothes and the half a million dollars or quarter million dollars <laughs> or a trillion of dollars means absolutely nada when you can't get a drink of water, when the sun is not out anymore. It's dark and cold, okay? When you can't breathe, that money and all those luxuries can't do anything for you. Nada. 16. Send lambs as tribute to the ruler of the land for sailor across the desert to the mount of daughter of Zion, like fluttering birds pushing from the nest. <laughs> So are the women of Moab at the fords of the Arnon. Give us counsel, render a decision, make your shadow like night at high noon. Hide the fugitives, do not betray the, the refugees. Let the Moab, Moabites' fugitives stay with you. Be their shelter for the destroyer. The oppressor will come to an end and destroy and destruction will cease. The aggressor will vanish from the land. In love, a throne will be established. In faithfulness, a man will sit on it, one from the house of David. One who is judging, seeks justice, and spreads the cause of righteousness. We have heard of Moab's pride, her overwhelming pride and conceit. Mm -mm -mm. Her pride and her insolence, but her boasts are empty. Therefore, the Moabites wail. They wail together for Moab. Laminate and grieve from the men of Ker. Harsith, the fields of Heshbon, wither, the vines of Sibmoth also. The rulers of the nations have trampled down the choice vines, which one reached Jazer and spread towards the desert. These shoots spread out and went as far as the sea. So I weep as Jezer weeps for the vines of Sibmoth 
Hezbon, O Eleph, I drench you with tears. The shouts of joy over your ripened fruit and over your harvest have been stilled. Joy and gladness are taken away from the orchards. No one stings or shouts in the vineyards. No one treads out wine at the press. For I have put an end to the shouting. My heart laments for Moab like a harp. My inmost being for Kerharseth. Uh, when Moab appeared at her high place, she only wears herself out. When she goes to her shrine to pray, it is to no avail. This is the word of the Lord has already, this is the word the Lord has already spoken concerning Moab. But now the Lord says, within three years as a servant bound by contract would, would count them, Moab's splendor and all her many people will be despised and her savior will be very few and feeble. My, 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 my. Yes, siree. We need to take that to heart. I want you to take Moab and put Moab in your country and see if it is not happening. Mm, 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 mm. I can tell you right now, it's happening here. It is happening here. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to uh, Isaiah 17, Oracle Against Damascus. Um, See, Damascus will no longer be a city, but will become a heap of ruins. The city of Ori will be deserted and left to flocks, which will lie down with no one to make them afraid. The fortified city will disappear from Ephraim and the royal power from Damascus. The remnant of Amnon will be like the glory of the Israelites, declares the Lord Almighty. In that day, the glory of Jacob will fade and the fat of the body will waste away. And it will be as when a reaper gathers the standing grain and the harvest the grain with his arms. As when a man gleans, gleans heads of grain in the valley of Riffum, yet some gleaming will remain as when an olive tree is beaten, leaving two or three olives on the topmost branch, four or five on the fruitful boughs, declares the Lord God of Israel. And that day man will look to their maker and turn their eyes to the Holy One of Israel. And they will not look to the altars, the work of their hands. And they will have no regard for the Asherah poles and the instant altars their fingers have made. And that day their strong cities, which they left because of the Israelites, will be like places abandoned to thickets and undergrowth, and all will be desolated 
Mm. You have not remembered the rock, your fortress. Therefore, though you set out the finest plants and planted imported vines, though on the day you set them out, you make them grow. And on the morning when you plant them, you bring them to bud. Yet the harvest will be as nothing in the day of disease and incurable pain. Oh, the raging of many nations. They rage like the raging sea. Oh, the uproaring of the people. They roar like the roaring of great waters. Although the people roar like the roar of surging waters. When he rebuked them, they flee far away, driven before the wind like chaff on the hills, like tumbleweed before a gale. In the evening, sudden terror. Before the morning, they are gone. This is the portion of those who loot us and the lot of those who plunder us. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. You see, the Lord is telling you what's waiting for you. Keep plundering the poor, okay? Keep doing what you're doing to his people, okay? Keep destroying his land. Keep being unrighteous. Keep being unjust. Keep making these laws that you know good and well people can't live by, that are snares, stumbling blocks for the people. Keep doing that and see what the Lord has in store for you. Okay, let's move on to chapter uh, 18. A prophecy against crush. Woe to the land of the whirling wings along the rivers of crush, which sends envoys by sea and papyrus boats over the water. Go swift messengers to a people tall and smooth, skin to a people feared far and wide, an aggressive nation of strange speak, whose land is divided by rivers. All you people of the world, you who live in the earth. When a banner is raised on the mountain, you will see it. And when a trumpet sounds, you will hear it. This is what the Lord says to me. Hmm. I will remain quiet and will look on from my dwelling place like shimmering heat in the sunshine, like a cloud of dew in the heat of harvest. For before the harvest, when the blossom is gone and the flowers become a ripened grape, he will cut off the shoot with prune knives and cut down and take away the spreading branches. And they will all be left to the mountain birds of prey and to the wild animals. The birds will feed on them all summer, the wild animals all winter, 
At that time, gifts will be brought to the Lord Almighty. For a people tall and smooth skinned, for a people feared far and wide, an aggressive nation of strange speech, whose land is divided by rivers. The gifts will be brought to Mount Zion, the place of the name of the Lord Almighty. Amen. Okay, we're going to read 19 and 20, and that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, uh, Isaiah chapter 19, the prophecy about Egypt. An oracle concerning Egypt. See, the Lord rides on a swift cloud and is coming to Egypt. The idols of Egypt tremble before him and the hearts of the Egyptians melt within him. I will stir up Egyptians against Egyptian brothers, will fight against brother and neighbor against neighbor, city against city, kingdom against kingdom. The Egyptian will lose heart and I will bring their plans to nothing. They will consult the idols and the spirits of the dead, the mediums and the spirits. I will hand Egyptian Egyptians over to the power, power of a cruel master. A furious king will rule over them, declares the Lord, the Lord Almighty. The waters of the river will dry up and the riverbeds will be parched and dry. The channels will stink. The streams of Egypt will dwell, will dwindle and dry up. The reeds... And the rushes will wither also the plants along the Nile. All at the mouth of the river, every sown field along the Nile will become parched. Will blow away and be no more. The fishermen will groan and lament. All who cast hooks into the Nile, those who throw nets on the water, will pine away. Those who work with combined flax will despair. The weavers of fine linen will lose hope, and the workers in cloth will be dejected. And all the wage earners will be sick at heart. The officials of Zion are nothing but fools. The wise counselors of Pharaoh give senseless advice. Mm. Amen. How can you say to Pharaoh, I am one of the wise men, a disciple of the ancient kings? Where are your wise men now? And let them show you and make known what the Lord, or, what the Lord Almighty has planned against Egypt. The officials of Zion have become fools, and the leaders of Memphis are deceived. The cornerstones of her peoples have laid Egypt astray, and the Lord has poured into them a spirit of dizziness. Now they make Egypt stagger in all that she does, as a drunkard staggers around in his vomit. There is nothing Egypt can do, head or tail, 
palm branch or reed. In that day, the Egyptians will be like women. They will shudder with fear at the uplifted hand that the Almighty raised against them. And the land of Judah will bring terror to Egypt, Egyptians. Everyone to whom Judah is mentioned will be terrified because of what the Lord Almighty is planned against them. In the first day, I'm sorry, in that day, five cities in Egypt will speak the language of Canaan and swear allegiance to the Lord Almighty. One of them will be called the city of destruction. And that day there will be an altar to the Lord in the heart of Egypt and a monument to the Lord at its border. It will be a sign and a witness to the Lord Almighty in the land of Egypt. When they cry out to the Lord because of their oppression, oppressors, he will send them a savior and defender, and he will rescue them. So the Lord will make himself known to the Egyptians, and in that day they will acknowledge the Lord. They will worship with sacrifices and grain offerings, and they will make vows to the Lord and keep them. The Lord will strike Egypt with a plague. He will strike them and heal them. They will turn to the Lord and he will respond to their pleas and heal them. In that day, there will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria. The Assyrians will go to Egypt and the Egyptians to Assyria. The Egyptians and the Assyrians will worship together. In that day, Israel will be the third, along with Egypt and Assyria, a blessing on the earth. The Lord Almighty will bless them, saying, Blessed be Egypt, my people, Assyria, my handiwork, and Israel, my inheritance. Okay, everybody got that? He will say to Egypt, blessed be my people. Okay, to Assyria, my handiwork. And Israel, my inheritance. A prophecy against Egypt and Cush. This is chapter 20. In the year that the supreme commander sent by Sargon, king of Assyria, came to Ashdod and attacked and captured it. At that time, the Lord spoke through Isaiah, son of Amos, and said to him, Take off the sackcloth from your body and the sandals from your feet. And he did so, going around stripped and barefoot. Then the Lord said, Just as my servant Isaiah has gone stripped and barefoot for three years, as a sign and portent against Egypt and Cush, so the king of Assyria will lead away stripped and barefoot. 
the Egyptian captives and Crushite exiles, young and old, with buckles bared in Egypt's shame. Those who, those who thrushed and crushed and boasted in Egypt will be afraid and put to shame. In that day, the people who live on this coast will say, see what has happened to those who relied on those we fled to for help and deliverance from the king of Assyria. How then can we escape? Okay. All right, everyone. That is going to be our readings today. Again, I say this most heartily. Reread everything that was read today. And get an understanding for yourself. Don't just go by what I am saying or I'm reading. And let the Lord talk you through it. Let him talk to you. Ask him questions. Ask him, how does this pertain to me? How does this pertain to the world today? And let him show you. Okay? All right, everyone. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this word today. Thank you for continuing to watch over us and guide us and keep us and our families. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Amen, everyone. This is Minister Magnon saying have a blessed evening and good night.